Welcome back to the EFA Podcast. Today I'm here with Matthias. Hello. And we also have Hayden here today. Hello. Um, yeah, so there's been no real, no real, um, headlines this week again. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm just going to say, I say we just get right, right into it with the top five players of the week. Um, so Matthias, if you want to start with five. All right. So at number five, I have Devante Adams who had a 175 yard, two touchdown game and, he has him and Aaron Rodgers, I think, are the most dynamic duo when it comes to like a wide receiver and a QB. I just I feel like every single week that Devontae Adams has been healthy this season, he's had a great game where he hits like around the 100 yard mark and one or two touchdowns. I think right now, I'd say so far this season, I think he's the best wide receiver and he just had another great week. All right, Hayden, do it. All right, so you go. number five for me is Travis Kelsey, who had 10 catches for 159 yards, and I think he was the best receiver in that win for the Chiefs. Obviously, he didn't have any touchdowns, but still I think his effect in the passing game is too much, especially with everyone else around him, Tyreek Hill and Watkins. So my number five is Rashad Perriman. Um I'm kind of going no QBs this week, um, but Rashad Perryman had 101 yards, two touchdowns, five catches. Um, I think he's been a good acquisition from um, – I'm pretty sure it was Tampa Bay, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think with losing Robbie Anderson, um, Jameson Crowder's been kind of on and off this year, I think. Perriman's been pretty good, uh, pretty good wide receiver for the Jets so far this year, and he he did look good look good this week against New England. Yeah, I agree. So for my number four, I had Tyree Kill, who I think because of the two touchdowns had a better week than Travis Kelsey. Uh, he had a two touchdown, one hundred thirteen yard game, and I put him above Devontae Adams because Tyreek Hill did that in an offense where, like, he, you know, he's not getting all the targets because obviously there's um, Travis Kelsey taking a lot of targets and Sammy Watkins and Clyde Edwards-Alaire carrying it. But, um, uh, but like, for the Packers, for Devontae Adams, basically the whole passing game goes through him. So that's why, even though the stat is a little bit better for Devontae Adams, I put Tyreek Hill above him. My number four pick for this week was Atlanta Falcons linebacker Foyaside Lokun, who has really come on strong for the Falcons defense this season, has become a pivotal piece. And last weekend against Denver, he had seven solo tackles, 10 in total, and a pass deflection. So obviously, yeah, with a stat line like that and a close win over Denver, you know, all the defensive help you can get, and I think he did a good job with that last weekend. Yeah, um, I agree with Matias. I think my four is also Tyree Kill. Um, he mentioned the stat line 
nine nine catches, 115 yards, two touchdowns. Um, obviously, I think Pat Mahomes and Tra- uh, Tyree Kill are like one of the best QB wide receiver duos in the league. Um, uh, they've both they've both been really dominant this year, and they real like Carolina's defense is pretty young, um, so they they really kind of just took advantage of that this week. So I I have Tyree Kill at four. Yeah, I have Dalvin Cook at three, who went off again with two hundred six yards and two rushing touchdowns. He was maybe not quite as much as last week, but he was, again, basically all of Minnesota's offense. And he has just come back from injury and been probably one of the best players in the NFL over the past two weeks, if not the best. And I like if he keeps his pace up and he has a couple more weeks like this, I think he could be a top three MVP contender because he, he's just been so good so no, number three for me this week is josh allen who in seattle put up 415 yards on 82 percent completion percentage and threw for three touchdowns and added one rushing touchdown to that and even though seattle's past defense is not the best it's still a good stat line to put up and i think he really propelled them to that one over seattle Yeah, that's that was definitely a huge game for Josh Allen. Um, my three is Devonte Adams, and like Matias has already mentioned, it uh, 173, 173 yards, one touchdown, ten catches. Um, this this is another great QB wide receiver du- wide receiver duo with uh, Rodgers and Adams. Um, I think Devonte Adams has probably been the best, arguably the best receiver in the league when he's healthy, and. I think that this week against San Fran Thursday night football, I think that was just another dominant performance he had. So I put I have him at three. Yeah, for me at number two, I have Josh Allen, who Hayden talked about. Um, he, yeah, I mean the Seahawks defense obviously is not fantastic, but he had he also had a hundred forty passer rating during that or a hundred thirty eight point five, and. Um, yeah, I, I think he could still edge his way back in the MVP, like top three MVP contention. I would still put Russ Mahomes and, um, Aaron Rodgers in front of him right now, but I think he could make it back up there if he has a couple more weeks like this. Um, him and him and Diggs are really clicking. So, yeah. My number two is Devontae Adams. Uh, I think we've already touched on a lot of what he did last week. He said uh, 10 catches, 172 yards, touchdown. You know, again, he's Aaron Rodgers' favorite receiver, and he gets he puts up stat lines like this a lot. And I think he's really blossoming into maybe the best receiver in NFL, or maybe in at least a couple of years he'll be there. Yeah, so my number two is Richie James, um, kind of another unknown 49er. Uh, on the, he had so far the best performance on Thursday Night Football that we've seen this year. Um, he had nine catches, 184 yards, one touchdown. Um, third year, 
uh, been used more as a kicker turner. Uh, this got got a shot at wide receiver this week, as we know. Um, the injury bug hit San Fran last week against in the loss against Seattle. Um, I think for him to kind of come in and be be do as well as he did against Green Bay, even though even though they lost, but with even like with a second third string QB. Um, I mean, I think that's deserving of a top three. Yeah, I feel like a 49ers player, just, just with how, like, low they're going on their depth chart, I feel like a random 49ers player plays really well when you've never heard of his name every week now. And then at one, I have Patrick Mahomes, who has who had 66.7 completion percentage. 372 yards, four touchdowns, and 121.7 passer rating. Um, so, yeah, he basically just beat up on Carolina's young defense. Um, Tyree Kale and – or, yeah, he gave Tyree Kale and um, Travis Kelsey good weeks. And he – yeah, I personally – with Russ having a down week, I I think he's probably number one for MVP now. Um, I think that the Chiefs are going to keep rolling, and that uh, I mean, sure, it's not against like a super impressive defense, but still, Carolina is young and a little talented with um like Jeremy Chin and uh, Dante Jackson, and their, their secondary is decent. My number one is Dalvin Cook, who I think put up the best out of any running back this season so far, definitely one of the best of his career, 206 yards rushing, two touchdowns, 46 receiving yards. You know, it was only against Detroit, but still, anytime a running back puts up 200 yards, you know, I feel like they have to be acknowledged for it. Yeah, uh, my number one is also Dalvin Cook. Uh, he had ran the ball 22 times, 206 yards, two touchdowns. Caught the ball twice for 46 yards as well. Um, I just, I just have to stop doubting, doubting him. Uh, this is like two weeks in a row. I said he wasn't going to make a difference in a game, and although it wasn't as big of a difference as it was against Green Bay, where he scored pretty much all 28 points and won the game for him, um, still a huge game. And like Matias said a few minutes ago, um, I think I think if he's if he can put up a few more like solid over a hundred yard like multiple touchdown games, I think he's easily top three in the MVP race. And yeah, that, that's yeah, why I, I, I definitely think he's front runner for offensive player of the year right now. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So, I think we move on to picks now. Um, all right. So, on Thursday Night Football, uh, Indianapolis heads into Tennessee. First divisional game. Yeah. So, I was talking to Drew a while ago. I'm, but I think both the Colts and Titans divisional games are going to be exciting because I, I think they're basically going to decide that division. So... I actually have the Colts winning this one. I think that Derrick Henry is probably 
going to have, you know, for him, kind of a slower week uh, just because of their defense. I I trust that Phillip Rivers can pick it up against uh, – pick it up against a divisional rival and play decent against the Titans. And I, yeah, I just think that the, basically I'm, I'm betting on the Colts defense being able to really slow down the Titans. Um, so yeah. I also have Indianapolis winning. Uh, I think the Titans offense really relies heavily on Derrick Henry and when he runs well, they can they have a shot at winning, but when he has a bad game, I think they have less a much lesser chance of winning and I think the Colts will shut him down. You know, for his standards, you know, it might be another week like he had against Buffalo. And I think as long as the Colts can shut him down, I think the Colts' offense will be able to just get by. Yeah, I agree. I, I also have uh, Indianapolis, um, and I do agree that uh, Tennessee also like they they do rely a lot on Derrick Henry, but I I don't think it's all him. Like last week, he had the Bears defense held, held him like sixty yards, and they still they still put up what was it like twenty eight yeah, seventeen or something? The final score, yeah. Um, so I don't think like I do I do think Indy Indy can sort of shut him down. But I, I do, I, yeah, I, I just think even if he does have a good, even if he does have a big game, I think Indianapolis will still get the win. Um, all right, uh, Carolina, uh, or sorry, uh, Tampa Bay heads into Carolina to take on. The yeah, Panthers. so I have the Buccaneers winning. I honestly. After how how well the Panthers played the Chiefs last week, if if we came back here next week and the Panthers had won, I wouldn't be that surprised. Uh, along with how bad the Buccaneers played against the Saints, but I think that those that the Saints game was a little bit of a fluke for the Buccaneers, and I think that they'll probably have an uncomfortably close game with a team that is supposed to be much worse than them. Um, but I do think that they'll be able to get a win. Yeah, I'm going to echo Matias' two points. You know, Buccaneers coming off of a really bad week. Panthers coming off a good week, even in a loss. But I just don't think the Panthers' defense is as good as New Orleans. I think the Buccaneers will be able to put up points. And even though, like Matias said, it might be a little bit too close for comfort for Tampa Bay, I think they can eke out a win. Yeah, I think I think this game is going to be like similar to the the Pats Jets game last week. I think I think it'll be within like a field goal or like three, four, five points. Uh, I also have Tampa Bay. Um, I think like you guys both brought up Tampa Bay get it after, after getting clobbered by New Orleans and then. Carolina keeping it really close against a very good Chiefs team that we've all seen. Um, I think this is going to be kind of a little bit scary close for Buccaneers fans, but I do think Tampa Bay will come out of Carolina with a win. Um, all right. Houston goes into Cleveland. So 
I have the Texans winning. I I think that Deshaun Watson is having an under the radar pretty good year. Um he's just on a very very untalented team with a very bad defense. I think that the Texans though their offense will be able to go through the Browns defense and Baker Mayfield is on the COVID list. So I don't think he's going to play. And I think without him, the Browns offense is probably not going to be able to move the ball. No no matter what you say about him, I do think he is their QB and he will without him. I think they'll struggle. Uh, This is a tough one. Again, Uh, the Browns backups case Keenum, who has shown he's capable of winning a game here and there. And I think against the Texans, you guys, it isn't that good. I think they definitely have a pretty good shot. And, you know, a Texans team that's been underperforming a lot this year. Cleveland's at home. They still have fans. So I think Cleveland can get a win here. I I agree with Hayden. Um, I think assuming Baker Mayfield – I think if Baker Mayfield plays, I think it's a definite – win for Cleveland, but even with Case Keenum, I think Cleveland still gets it. Uh, Houston's given up 30.3 points per game through the first eight weeks, or the first their first eight games, at least. Um, I think Cleveland should be able to take advantage of that, because de- like, Houston's defense has been not, not at all. Like, they've been pretty, pretty bad this year. Um, so I think Cleveland can take advantage of that, even without Odell. Um, and like Aiden said, it, it's at home. They're um, they still have fans. I think I think they can get it done. Um, Washington heads into I, Detroit. I thought that this is an interesting game. My gut right away was to say Detroit, but I feel like I I ended up picking Washington because I think. They're, I'm not sure Detroit, like, I'm not sure they're going to be able to handle Washington's pass rush very well. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I think it's mostly just going to be who can put up, who can just really put up points. Cause I, I think both offenses are definitely going to struggle with moving the ball down the field. Cause Kyle Allen was injured, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I just think yeah, yeah. both teams it, – it's just going to be – I think it's going to be a low-scoring defensive game. I think whoever can just get the ball in the end zone like once or twice will end up winning. Uh, I'm going with Detroit. I, you know, I want to root for Alex Smith, but I just don't think he has what it takes necessarily. You know, this Washington team didn't necessarily struggle with the Giants last week, but they weren't able to beat the Giants. And I just – I don't think if you can't beat the Giants, I just don't know if you're going to be able to beat Detroit. So I am going to go with Detroit in this game. Yeah, this is this is kind of a weird one. Like, I, I kind of went back and forth on this. I did end up picking Washington kind of for exactly what Matias, Matias said. Um, I think – I think it, I think it's going to be extremely low scoring. Um, and I think – so I think it's going to be Washington's pass rush that pretty much gets the gets mm-hmm. them the win. Um, 
So, yeah, I, yeah, I got Washington. Um, all right, Jacksonville looks to avoid its eighth straight loss as they enter Green Bay. I I have the Packers. I think this should be a pretty easy pick. I mean, one uh probably a top three uh worst team against possibly depending on who you ask a top three best team. Uh, and yeah, I I don't I mean it's a home game for the Packers. I don't think it's going to be very close. Yeah, I'm with Matias. So I got to go with the Packers. You know, I, I like what Jacksonville has with Jake Luton at least till the end of the season before they draft a quarterback. But I, he doesn't have what it takes, I think, to go into Green Bay and win. So I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers on the Packers. I also have, I also have Green Bay. Um, I I think. I feel like this could be another weird, weird one for the Packers. I think I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville comes out with a win, but I, I think it's very unlikely. Um, but I did like I watched like I watched that last drive, the last Jaguars drive last week against Houston. I thought Luton looked very good. Um, he kind of he underthrew or threw it behind DJ Shark to, for the two point conversion, which would have ended up tying the game. But I thought he I thought he ran the ball well. I thought he threw the ball well for the most part. And but I like like Hayden said, I don't think he has what it takes to go into Lambeau Field and and beat the Packers. Mm-hmm. Um. So you got probably probably another ugly one in the NFC East. Uh, Philly heads to New York to face the yeah. Giants. So I have Philly. Another one where this is just kind of like. <laughs> looking at the names and just kind of thinking immediately Philly's probably going to win. Um, I, But when you think about it, I definitely could see it being a close game. Uh, if I remember right, Philly Philly and New York have already played this year, right? And it was a pretty close game last time, right? Yeah. yeah so, I... Yeah, I, I do have Philly just because of my gut, but I I definitely wouldn't be super surprised with a Giants win. All right, for the Giants-Eagles game, I am going to pick the – I'm going to go with the Eagles. I, just a tiny part of me says the Giants might be able to scrape by, but I think the, the Eagles just have more offensive power. They're better on defense, better special teams. You know, on paper, Philadelphia should definitely win this game. But Philadelphia is bad enough that I think losing to the Giants would not be too much of a surprise. Yeah, I agree. Um, I also have Philly. Um, I think it wouldn't be too much of a surprise if it was a close game. Um, I think it would be similar to what it was. I can't. I don't remember the week exactly, but the twenty-two twenty-one on Thursday night. I think it'll be similar to that, but I think it'll be. I think Philly will have the lead for the majority of the game instead of coming back and scoring in the last minute. Uh, all right. So the Bills look to continue their hot streak against the Cardinals. I have the Cardinals winning. I am very surprised that the Cardinals uh, that the Cardinals didn't pull through last week after. Kyler Murray's um, pretty fantastic week. The Dolphins are just playing pretty good. Um, I think that 
I really just – you never really know what to expect from Josh Allen. He's so inconsistent. So I, I, I feel like it really depends on him. Like if he can duel Kyler Murray and he, he plays like he did last week or something, I think the Bills have a better defense by, by a bit and they, they can probably end up winning. But if he just kind of goes back to how he was playing bit of a slump, then I feel like the Cardinals are definitely going to win. I'm with Matias. I'm going with the Cardinals. Uh, I think the Bills' defense has had a serious drop this year from what we knew them to be last year and in previous years. And, you know, I think we found, I saw that last week against Seattle, even though Seattle didn't win, they still scored 34 points. And I think the Cardinals will also be able to put up a similar number. So, and I just don't think the Bills will be able to match that. So I have to go with the Cardinals. I I also have the Cardinals. Um, Kind of back, I'm going back to what Matthew said real quick. Uh, with like the prize they lost, so they weren't able to pull through with the Dolphins. Um, I think the the Dolphins are are scary. Like they're they're a very good team, and I think I think honestly they're the best team in the AFC East right now. Like I don't think the Bills really have. Like the Bills are good, but I don't think that they're. I think if the Bills and Dolphins were to meet, they have they have played this year, right? Yeah, one game, I yeah. think. I think if they were to meet again now with Tua starting, I think the Dolphins would win that game. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised to see the Dolphins make a run, run in the playoffs. But, um, yeah, uh, I do have Arizona beating Buffalo. I think, like, Josh Allen played a great game against Seattle. But Seattle's defense is also, like, not not very – not very good, uh, especially on that secondary end of it. And um, I think if Arizona can can put up the points they did last week against Miami, I think I think they can beat it, kind of beat beat the Bills, kind of like what what Hayden said. Like their defense has took a significant drop from last year. I think, and I don't think Travis White has really played like he has in the past past two, two, three years he's been in the league, so I expect Arizona to come up in this one. Well, I, I don't know if it's all Trey White. I I, I think he's still playing no, decently I, this year. I don't think it's all his fault, but I think he he's kind of, he's that star player on that defense, and he has not really played up to his up to his expectation, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, um, Vegas heads, heads into Denver to take on the Broncos. I have the Raiders winning. I think they're on a bit of a hot streak right now. Um, you know, they beat the Chiefs, obviously, like a couple weeks ago. And I think that Derek Carr is kind of a not – a, not an MVP contender, really, but just a sneaky good QB. Um yeah, I if it comes down to a duel sort of between like Drew Locke and Derek Carr, I definitely trust Derek Carr more. All right, so my pick between Denver and Las Vegas is Las Vegas. I honestly feel like this is going to be a big game for Josh Jacobs. I don't know why, but yeah, I can just kind of feel like this might be a week where he has 150 yards on the ground and I think that you know, I feel like he's been a little bit quieter than I expected the season, not bad, just kind of quiet 
And so I'm hoping that he'll be able to pick it up. And I think this is a good week to start. And, you know, hoping that the Raiders defense will also be able to have a good week against the Denver offense. It isn't amazing, but still could pose a bit of a challenge to them. Yeah, I I also have Vegas. Um, I I do know, like I wasn't really thinking about it before, but now that you bring it up, I think I think Josh Jacobs will have a big game this year this week. Um, I like he he really hasn't had had a big like really good game since the Chiefs that since he played KC, and I think now is the time for him to get back on that hot hot streak, and I think I. Kind of back to what Matias said, and like, what if it it comes down to the quarterback play? I trust Derek Carr more than Drew Locke, even just based off experience. So I, I I'll take Vegas in that in that one. All right. Um, as we know, Justin Herbert has been on a roll. He just hasn't really been able to get the win. Um, do you think he can do it against Miami? I have the Dolphins winning. I, I I don't really know what it is about the Dolphins. I like you look at the roster and it's not exactly like a bunch of talent leaps out at you. I just think that um yeah, I mean Tua was pretty good last week and I think that the I I think that the Chargers I, I'm I do where we're standing now I trust Herbert a little bit more than Tua when it comes to like a duel per se but I don't think it's going to come down to that just because of how good Miami's defense and special teams has been lately um, they like I feel like the past two weeks they've probably scored just as much as the offense and as as the Dolphins offense and. I yeah, I think that they'll probably be able to again. I I, I don't know about carry Tua, but like really help them along a lot to a win. Yeah, I I also have Miami. Um, I think Her- Herbert's really just been let down by just weird like last week with the with the weird like last play. They had to look at it and it ended up being not a catch. Um, the the last second touchdown against Denver, like there's just been a lot of that this year. Mm-hmm. I think that sucks for him. Uh, I think he's been like, I I think he's looked really good. Like up until uh, like the game against the game Burrow had against Tennessee, I think he was really the rookie offensive rookie of the year front runner. And but like I feel for him to. Have have as good of a season as he as he has been having, I think it, it's just kind of tougher for them to only have what do they have like two or three wins? They, um, yeah, two two I think. Yeah, but I think like like I mentioned earlier, um, I think Miami's scared. Like they're they're scary. Um, I I wouldn't I. Like I think they can make a deep playoff run. I, I like especially like especially being a Patriots fan. I th- I just think for I I like I like Miami. I like Tua. I think 
that's that's just so. I uh, yeah, I I gotta go with Miami. Uh, for Miami versus the Chargers, I you know, I think the Chargers eventually have to eke something out. You know, they've been so close for like the past five weeks. But like Drew said, the Dolphins have been on a hot streak lately. And I think that's just going to continue. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins. So Bengals versus Steelers. I have the Steelers winning. Um, I think Joe Burrow is probably going to have an ugly game against one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, probably he'll get set back a bit in the offensive rookie of the year um, against Herbert, who I, I think it's pretty neck and neck right now. Um, for, yeah, on the Steelers side, like if they lose this game, they're seriously underperforming for people uh, like, because they're, they're thought of as like, a, a again, a, a top three team or so top three, top five, most of the time three, cause they're undefeated. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, it's a divisional game. Steals at home. I, I think they'll take it. Uh, I think this will be closer than people than some people might think. Yeah, I think the Steelers' defense isn't as good as people sometimes make it out to be. You know, last week Derek Gilbert, they did they did a good job against Garrett Gilbert. You know, they scoring points. I think, but I Joe Burrow is a better quarterback than Garrett Gilbert, and I think if that same. Steelers defense that showed up last week shows up again against the Bengals. I think they have a shot to pull, but I think, you know, I think Pittsburgh has a better shot of winning. They have a better chance of showing up. Yeah, and this this is probably, like, one of the better games that's on this week. Um, So, Cincinnati coming off a bye and the huge win against Tennessee. Um, and then Pittsburgh coming off the barely beating the um, the Cowboys on their fourth string quarterback. Um, I, I, th- I think it could be a lot closer than, than people think. I think it could be similar to the um, Giants-Eagles game in that sense that it's going to be closer than people imagine. Um, actually, pro- probably more Carolina-Tampa Bay. But I, I think Pittsburgh will end up getting the win here. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Seahawks versus the Rams. So, again, you're probably sick of me saying this, but I'm a Seahawks fan, but I have the Rams winning. I, I – I swear, every time I watch the Rams play the Seahawks, Sean McVay must have us down because Jared Goff has like a 400-yard game, like three or four touchdowns, and he just he just looks amazing. Maybe it's just our bad defense, but I, I don't know. I Yeah, I, I have the Rams winning. I think their offense is probably going to have a great week. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I think Russell Wilson's not going to play – badly like he did against the Bills. I think he's going to have a good game, but I mean, yeah, I the golf that you sometimes see against the Seahawks, I I feel like you can't really ask him to be that good because or you can't ask him to be that good every week cuz 
I just, I mean, there really aren't that many QBs who are that good. Uh, I agree with what Matias said about the Rams, you know, having a good game every play to Seattle. But I don't know, for some reason, you know, I think Seattle has an edge here, you know, I think as long as, as long as Russell Wilson doesn't turn the ball over, I think Seattle usually performs pretty well. And I'll say they performed badly last week, you know, 34 points is still good. But, you know, I think they could have won if Russ hadn't thrown those two interceptions. So I think as wrong as Russell Wilson has a clean game and a good game at that, you know, I think that Seattle can win. But I think if the Rams are able to shut him down in any way, then I think the Rams win. But I think the Seattle offense is too overpowering. So I think Seattle is going to win. Matias honestly shocked me with that pick. Um. I, I also have the Rams though. Um, I think I think both off both offenses are are elite, and obviously Seattle's is better. But I think it, so. I think I think this one will come down to who has the better defense. And in my, I and I don't I don't think that that's really an opinion. I think that's just a fact that LA definitely has the better defense. Um. So, like, we, we all know Seattle, like, their defense has been struggling. The secondary has not been probably – it's been probably the worst in the league. Um, so, I, I, I'll i take L.A. in this one. Yeah, I, I do not like picking Seattle in divisional games. They are just not good at divisional games for some reason. Yeah. Um, all right, Saints and Saints and the Niners. Drew, Brooke, Drew Brees looks to stay hot after the win in Tampa Bay. Yeah, so I have the Saints. Um, I yeah, I I don't have too much to say about it. I Forty Niners are super beat up. Obviously, the Saints coming off of an amazing week that probably has a lot of power rankings of them rising into like. Again, like a, a top five or so. Um, maybe not top five, maybe seven or so. Uh, and, you know, the defense of the Saints was dominant against the Packers. So, I mean, if if that defense comes to play, the 49ers, like, there could be a shutout because I, I'd say the Bucks offense is better than the 49ers offense, but... Yeah, I, I have the Saints winning. I agree with Matias. I'm also going with the Saints. Uh, I think the, this 49ers team is just so beat up at this point. You know, there's been so many injuries they've been through. And I just don't think they have the roster that takes at this point to be a team that's as good as New Orleans. Yeah, so last week I had San Fran over Green Bay. Um, I thought Nick Mullins would be able to pull something up there in the, in and get the win there. Um, that that didn't happen. And although it wasn't like the worst loss, it could as bad of a loss as it could have been. I'm still I still with New Orleans like insanely dominant 35 point win against Tampa Bay. I just think it would be stupid to pick San Fran to to beat New Orleans. Um, now that I said that, San Fran's probably going to win. But um, I just think. Like, like you guys both brought up, their team. Their team is just so beat up. Like they, I'm pretty sure 
I saw something like they don't have a single starter or like they, they like a, a single starter is not like they're every single one of their starters is hurt. Oh, uh, and on, on the offensive side, at least. Yeah, I, I saw that it's, it's that every single person who started in the Super Bowl last year is not starting now. Oh, yeah. So that's that's just – and, like, it, it sucks to see for San Fran because I think going into this year, a lot of people had San Fran as maybe coming going back into um, – the getting back into the playoffs, getting back to the Super Bowl and possibly even winning it. So it, it just sucks to see that that's def- – like, that's not going to be a possibility now unless Nick Mullins can somehow – pull a Nick Foles or something and end up leading them. But yeah, I have, I have no wrongs. Um, all right. Sunday night football, Pats try to get back on track and they take on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Yeah. I, I have the Ravens winning. Um, I, last time they met last year, um, the Ravens, I'm pretty sure were the first team to beat the Pats because the Pets were undefeated up until then. And, and, yeah, I mean, I think the Ravens have – their their offense maybe is not quite – is not, like, clicking quite as much as last year, but their defense has gotten better. Um, and the Patriots have – sorry to say, but they have only gotten worse. And I think that it – it's probably not going to be that close of a win. Yeah, I agree with Matias. I think the Ravens got a pretty decisive win here. The Patriots have historically struggled against mobile quarterbacks. It happened last year against Lamar. And, you know, they have a very depleted linebacking core right now. And I think that will show against Baltimore. And I think if the Patriots had got had won by more against the Jets, you know, proving that they could win and win big, I feel like this game would be closer. But they – just struggled with the 0-9 Jets. I don't think they're going to be able to beat Baltimore, so I'm going with Baltimore. Yeah, I also have Baltimore. Um, again, as a Pats fan, it hurts, but I think I I just like you 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 mentioned um, Lamar kind of like I just destroyed us last year. Um, and even though he's not having like that MVP caliber season that he had last year, I think he's still still got that mobility, and I think he's still gonna be able to run all over our defense. And that that's it's gonna be a hard one to watch, but I th- I do think Baltimore comes up with the win there. All right, um, Bears take on the Vikings. So I the Vikings winning. Um... I don't know what to say about Dalvin Cook. I don't know if he can go off like he has been against this dominant of defense. But like Drew said, after two weeks in a row of that kind of play, I'm I'm not going to doubt him. Um, but I don't have them winning because of him. I have them winning because I think that recently we've seen the Bears really struggle to move the ball. Um and yeah, basically their defense keeps them in games, and also wins some games. And I I just think they're not going to be able to move the ball even against a Vikings defense that 
has not been playing fantastically. I am going to agree with Matias. I think Nick Foles has really slowed down this Bears offense. Not that Mitch Trubisky is better, but I think they would be able to move the ball a bit better if they would bring him back into the offense. But as so as long as that as long as the offense still doesn't really get going, I think the Vikings will be able to put up enough points if Dalvin Cook has weeks like he has had in the past two. And I see no reason why that should stop. So I'm gonna say Minnesota wins here. So I also uh I know I said earlier that I, I can't doubt Delvin Cook, but I, I think I'm gonna do it again. Uh I have Chicago. Um I think I think it just comes down to they're they they're gonna have to stop Dalvin Cook. And we pretty much said it last week. I they're they gonna they're gonna the Bears defense is gonna have to stop Derrick Henry Henry in order to win, to win. Um they successfully stopped Derrick Henry, but they were not able to get the win. But I think they can if they can shut down Dalvin Cook, which I think they can do, and I'm gonna go bold and say that they don't let him surpass a hundred yards. Um I think I think um Chicago can definitely pull this win pull this win in and it'll it'll be a big one for for playoff position. All right, so I think that's it, unless any of you guys want to say anything else. I don't have anything else. Yeah, I'm all good too. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you, Hayden, for joining us this week. Um You're welcome. We'll we'll me and Matias will be back at least next week. I don't know if Hayden will join us next week, but um yeah, it's pretty much gonna be the same old thing. Um and yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys or yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye.